You're listening to She Starts Up Season 2, Episode 19. Today I'm talking about something that all of us parents who are under shelter-in-place orders are dealing with right now, homeschooling. And if this is your first time homeschooling your little kids, you might find yourself unsure of where to begin. Listen to this episode for resources, couple tips, and some activities for children ages 5 and under. Let's start up. You're listening to She Starts Up, a podcast for ambitious businesswomen and modern working moms to learn strategies for starting their venture and family at the same time. Tech CEO and working mom Janine Sickmeyer will take you on a journey from building a business to surviving motherhood with four under four. Each week, Janine shares tips and interviews successful women to hear their journey so you can find balance and confidence to turn your startup ideas into reality. Here's your host, Janine Sickmeyer. Let's start up. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. Look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This global pandemic is so hard. And I think being a parent right now is tough. Um, having loved ones who are sick is even harder. And, um, or even getting this virus. I think that right now um, is a time to mourn and grieve. And I think, you know, there there's a lot that um, it is happening in the world that we just cannot stop. And it's, it's really hard. Um, today, I want to just talk about the, the way that um, we're dealing with having our children home with us um, in the house. And maybe hopefully you can find some little piece of um, advice or a tip that might inspire you or help you um, to kind of cope with these things at home if you have little kids too. So, I mean, I don't know about you. Like when I decided to have this many children, I have four little ones under the age of five. And I just did not think I'd be at home with them all day long um, and also try to fit in a full day's work. And so, yes, you know, I am sharing like work from home tips and homeschooling your kid tips and all these things. Um, I, I think I'm just trying to find a way to, to be helpful. Um, and maybe, you know, let other people know, like we're all in this at the same time, we're all dealing with this and maybe, um, a little piece of what I say can help you in some way. So of course I'm not taking away from everything else that's going on right now. Um, but this is just a a way to kind of help you get through, um, at least managing, you know, children at home while you're also trying to work. Um, I actually, there's this tweet that I've, I've seen, um, and it's, it's just worth emphasizing. It says you are not working from home. You are at home during a crisis trying to work. And you are not homeschooling. You're at home with your children trying to get through a crisis. So, of course, like no, you know, no one is saying that um, this is like fun or easy. um, But, you know, I'm just trying to find a way to connect and be helpful during this time. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, it's definitely, uh, a lot more 
serious um, than what this, you know, what this podcast is about or what the blog post, um, you know, that you're seeing uh, about like trying to find, you know, um, ways to be productive during this time. Um, I, I have talked to a lot of people who are saying that like, you know, this is the time that they're experiencing um, new talents or trying to work on, you know, building new habits. And for some people that's great and it's really going to work. Um, for others, it's just a matter of trying to get through the day. So, um, so I, I, you know, I kind of border on the, um, on the trying to get through the day part, but I'd love to hopefully find some time, um, to start really like putting it into, um, things that I enjoy doing again. And I think if you're right there with me, like having a hard time concentrating or focusing, um, sometimes the only thing you can do is plan something for your children because you know that, um, that's what needs to be done. So, I mean, right now my husband and I are both working at home. Um, we have four kids with us because the daycare is not open. And luckily we do have some help, but still even so being like in the house with all of the kids at the same time, and then trying to make sure that they're getting enrichment and attention and that everyone is going to bed, um, eating properly, you know, there's just so many things. So on top of like managing all of the four children, we also have our own responsibilities to do with work. And a lot of times that means that we need to be involved in meetings and available for questions. And, you know, I mean, our employees are depending on us. Um, we're counting, you know, we're, we're completing tasks and we most importantly have to guide the company through this time since we're both leaders. So Unfortunately, there just aren't that many resources out there for children who are daycare age that, um, that ages one through five. I mean, there's a lot of homeschooling, um, resources for, for older children, but I have a four-year-old, a three-year-old and 17 month old twins. And it's challenging to figure out some things for them to be doing, um, while, you know, the, the bigger kids are trying to practice like tracing or um, reading or, you know, different activities. So when you're adding in like work and staying on top of all the laundry and the dishes and everything, it's just like just trying to get through the day is enough. And I don't want to stick my kids in front of the TV all the time, but, um, you know, I, I tried to come up with some resources um, and I wanted to share some of those with you guys. So Right now, like I said, it's great because we have some help that's um, with the children through the day. So I pop in um, and help them out. You know, we take them outside together, things like that. But we are so fortunate to have someone who is able to work with the big kids um, and the twins through the day so that we can get our work done. Um, but I, I did put together like a lot of tools and, um, and links and resources and everything in the blog. And I just want to go over some of that. So, um, first I think it's important to talk about like the products that you're going to need so that you can, it, before you even start planning a curriculum, you're going to need like a few things to, to like get the day done. Um, so what I would suggest is for toddlers and little ones, um, there's this 
chair called the secure sitter chair. And I got these, I got two of them for the twins. Um, so that if they want to do like art time or some activities, um, you can just like put them in these little seats. They're like high chairs, but they're short to the ground and they're only like 30 or 40 bucks. So, um, it's a lot easier so that they can like color draw or something. And usually I just, um, I put some tape on a, you know, piece of paper or whatever, and then give them like dot markers, um, things like that, where they can just kind of easily do art activities while the big kids are doing something else. Um, I just have to be careful because a lot of times those dot markers go right in the mouth because they're about the size of a bottle. So I don't know if they're still thinking that they're a bottle or just teething or, you know, just kids. So, um, but they'll end up with like marker all over their face. So let's, uh, you know, you have to make sure that you're paying attention, obviously. But, um, I, I also use these activity trays. So in our kids, um, classrooms at daycare, they have what's called centers and they have morning centers and it's just like, you know, four or five different like experiments or arts and crafts, or, um, maybe it's just like different playful, you know, activities and stuff. And they put them all in those little activity bins and then set them around the table. And so I started doing that for the kids and they love it. So like it will do afternoon centers if it's raining out or something on a weekend. And I will, I'll just put, um, I'll take out like, uh, connect the dots or like mazes or something out of an activity book and then put those all in like one center, um, activity tray with some crayons and markers and stuff. And then in another one, maybe it's like Play-Doh. Um, another one could be like, you know, shells and rocks and little cups for them to like sort and color and, um, and arrange. They just love that kind of stuff. Like anything super tiny. So obviously that's not good for, um, the, the twins. So I have to keep them a little bit away from that. Um, they also eat the Play-Doh and the rocks, really anything right now goes straight in the mouth. So, but I do like to, you know, if we're keeping them separate, the, the big kids can play with, um, the activity trays and we just call them morning centers and we set up some, some different things. I try to do like learning in the morning and then in the afternoons we'll do more like artwork type stuff. So also, you know, the whiteboards, um, we have like little, uh, we got whiteboards on Amazon that are like the kind that fold up into like a tent. Um, and so then they can sit and they sit up straight on the table and they can like both draw on either side of them. So I can get a whiteboard. They both like draw on both of them and then, you know, we can turn them inside out, flip them around. It's, it's really nice because now that they're old enough that, you know, they can just color on them and, and draw. I take a picture if they say like they want to save it or something and then I can later like print it out or, you know, they don't remember. So that's fine. Um, but I, I know right now too, there's a lot of online learning. Um, when I was starting this, like right, you know, um, the first week of March, when we knew that we were going to be staying home, um, there wasn't as much online yet. So I did sign up for other goose, which is really cool. It's a, um, it's an online platform that allows you to put in your kids ages, um, and, and it'll give you curriculum for ages one to seven. So it's like a younger, um, homeschooling curriculum. And it's, it's cute because there's, um, it's not just like, it doesn't box you in. It's kind of like open-ended discovery. So, um, there's, there's a checklist and you can say, 
Um, Eloise's age is four. Um, and then it'll give you a theme for the day and you can go in there. Maybe it's like nature and then, uh, click on the links in the checklist and it shows you, um, how to do an activity gives you like a printable and then, um, tells you the things that you'll need. And it's very minimal, um, you know, tools or, um, or, you know, resources that you'll need to use. But it's nice because um, it just gives you some ideas without having to like search the internet for um, ideas to do with kids that are younger. So, and it it kind of, um, it, the theme will be throughout all of the kids, but depending on their age, you'll have like a different curriculum. Um, so it's really cool. And I tried that um, a little bit. We also, there's like some some online um, classes. I know there's the zoos are doing really cool things with like home safaris. Um, you can go on a zoo field trip. You can watch, um, you know, a lot of like museums are offering um, tours, things like that. I know for like the little kids, the zoo one was cool because you can click uh, to find, I think it was the Cincinnati Zoo um, or the San Diego Zoo, I believe. You can click on an animal. It shows you um, a live cam of what the animal is doing like right then. And then it's, you know, it's fun to just be like, oh, look at that, um, you know, monkey or whatever. Can you act like a monkey? And then we like learn about monkeys. So that's something fun to do if you have their attention um, enough to to teach them at the same time as like watching, you know, these animals. And so, and then obviously just like getting outside. I mean, we have these little scooters for the, the three and the four-year-old and they love them. They're, you know, they're, they're, pretty inexpensive. They're, um, a lot of fun. And even like, we also got, um, some, these little activity, uh, balls. So like a soccer ball, football and basketball, just little things that they can take to the park and throw around. They like playing soccer a lot. So they just run and chase each other and I jump in on it. And a lot of times I'm getting a workout too. So, you know, if I'm chasing my kid, like I always do inside the house, I might as well go outside and just chase them with a soccer ball, you know, um, try to get it and, and get a little workout in. They love it. Oh my gosh. We just like crack up when, when I start chasing them for the soccer ball, it's like the closer I get, the louder they laugh. And it's just so fun. I, it's just, a. I feel like it's it's important to know, like in those moments, you have to just be in those moments. Of course, it's easy to say. Um, but if you're like, oh, I'm just so stressed. I don't know what to do. And then you're like, oh, I'll just go outside and I can, you know, answer a call or, or get on my phone while we do X, Y, Z. It's just, it just doesn't work. I mean, I feel like if I can actually say, I'm going to go outside with the kids from 10 to 11, this is the time that I'm going to spend with them so that, you know, I can eat while they're napping and work, um, while they're napping, things like that. It's just so much easier on everyone because then I know that I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going out with them at that time. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not expected to work. Um, you know, this is the time that I need to spend with them. And then later I can get back on my computer. You know, this is, it needs to be guilt-free or, it's going to be miserable. We have a long way to go still a lot of weeks and months of this. Um, we don't know there's really, you know, no expected end in sight for, um, the stay at home order. So finding some kind of routine and the chaos I think is going to be important. And for me, that looks like, um, 
you know, on nice days when I'm outside with the kids, I am outside with the kids and I'm showing them that they are important and I am in, you know, right there to, to listen and give them attention and laugh with them and run and do all the things. Because then when we come back inside and I put them in front of the TV, um, also guilt-free, I will be on my computer and I will be working from home, you know? So it's just a matter of like, I think that's a really hard thing to grasp for a lot of people right now is that, um, feeling of like having this, this heavy burden and this guilt of like trying to do all the things at once. And I, I kind of feel like everyone's just putting it on themselves um, to feel that way. So, you know, we need a little bit more grace with ourselves and with our employees, um, our team members to make sure, you know, just because somebody has a kid, it doesn't mean they're any less, um, of a worker and somebody that doesn't have a kid is a harder worker. I think that, you know, right now is, is a hard time for everyone, whether you have children or not. But, um, but the moms that are doing this, because we know that most of this lies on the moms, um, you know, we're, we're heroes. We can keep going. It's just, we just need each other and we need to try to like help each other through this, talk through it, give you know, suggestions and, um, and support and just no judging, no doubting, you know, just, just let it all go for a little while. It's just not worth it. We, um, I just am so happy that I'm healthy. My children are healthy, you know, all of my family is, but I know that, that I'm very lucky in that. And, um, and so I want to just keep it that way and just follow the rules, stay at home and make sure, you know, that, that we're, um, going to get through this all together. So if you're looking for more activities, um, I have a lot of resources, kid-friendly activities, um, all on my blog. I have like collections of activities, um, sorted by age group and there's, there's a ton of stuff there. So I, I don't want to go through every single thing, but I think that there's enough there that you could like put together your own agenda. I have like a um, on the blog, I'm, I'm sharing the agenda that my husband and I use when we are with the children by ourselves so that we can try to keep them entertained, um, enrich, you know, giving them enrichment and the both of us can, um, still have some time to get done what we need to. So if you're in that type of situation like both trying to work and parent and, um, homeschool and everything at the same time, then, you know, that, that might be useful for you, but, before I send you to like kind of create your own um, plan, I just want to leave you with some parting thoughts and um, and tips from, you know, us doing this for the first time, which all of us are doing this for the first time. But um, just, you know, if you can make the most out of your nap time, try to see if, um, if you know, put it on the calendar that you get an hour or two of your own time and everybody is aware of that. So, you know, your partner knows, your children know, and when you're unavailable, you are unavailable. Like take whatever you can get, try to ask for two hours. Um, that's what I'm going to be doing just every day. I, this is my time. I do not know what I'll be doing, but it doesn't even matter. It's nobody's business, but your own. So you can, you know, go read a book or go on a jog or, you know, 
whatever it is, just take that time because you may not get it otherwise. And if you have that, maybe you will be a little more patient and a little less resentful um, the rest of the day when you know, you're dealing with the dishes and the making the meals and handling the children and answering all your calls and, you know, helping your employees and everything that you have to do. So I think it's just, it's just like expectations are, you know, everything. If you could just say, okay, every day from 10 to 12, I am unavailable. And then, um, you know, and then maybe your partner says, okay, well then every day from three to five, I'm unavailable and you just make it work. And the rest of the time you can, you know, do whatever you need to just to get through the day. But maybe you, you just have one hour, maybe it's two, I don't know. But I think, um, variety is also really important. So keeping your children, um, entertained with a lot of different things. And, you know, it doesn't have to be like buying a bunch of new toys, which a lot of times that's what we end up doing because there's just so many kids. But, um, you know, you'd be surprised. You can probably just get out like, you know, Tupperware and, um, and wooden spoons and just put all of that in, you know, in a, in the family room and just let them like bang around on it. And that could last like an hour. You really, you just don't really know how, um, how long something's going to take. Like, but when you're planning the agenda, I think like just mixing a bunch of different types of activities. So sometimes it's online stuff, sometimes, you know, worksheets, um, other times you can do like activities and that might be science or, you know, math, um, read them, you know, as many books as you can, but also there's like these little reader books that we just recently got, um, for our four-year-old and she loves them. So she's spending a lot of time on her own. Um, and she's like, it's called like the read me, um, look and find books. And so we got like Paw Patrol, PJ Masks. Um, there's like a Disney princess one and it's really cool. Cause um, she knows which buttons to push so that the, um, the reader just reads it to her and she can flip through the pages and follow along. And so on her, um, she just recently stopped taking naps. So during her nap time, it's like quiet time now. And I'm just like, you need to read your books and, you know, use this thing. And she, she's like, yeah, the man reads to me. <laughs> like, Yep. So it's really funny, um, just how she interprets it, but, um, and he, he, it is a funny, his voice is like, and then the PJ mask team, you know, it's like this announcer. I, I mean, she likes it, so it's cool. And it helps her because she can follow along with the words. So until she's able to read on her own, I think this is a good solution. Um, but anyway, I, I think that like the last thing that I want to say is, you know, days are not going to go as according to plan. It's just, I mean, sometimes it's going to be a whole day of TV and sometimes the kids are going to eat like Cheerios for every meal, or, you know, they're going to have a total meltdown that may last like two or three hours. Um, that's, that's just life. I mean, that's just normal, right? We're all cooped up in this house together. Um, they're, feeling it the same way we are. And it's just so important to give yourself grace during this time, allow this to happen. And like my therapist told me, mac and cheese is okay. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. You guys can find all the resources mentioned in this podcast in the show notes on the blog, or I have a blog post that highlights all of the activities and um, links for everything that I mentioned. So make sure to follow me on Instagram at Monami Janine and my new account at she starts up underscore book for more. And tell me what you thought of today's podcast on Instagram or Twitter using the hashtag she starts up. See you next time.